You're about to listen to Richard Hanning's Leicester Square Theatre podcast on free audio. Isn't that nice? If you feel like contributing something or you'd like to see what was going on, you can go and watch these at gofasterstripe.com and you can download videos of these. It costs a little bit of money, but that money will go towards creating other fantastic comedy projects. So if you can afford to do that, it would be lovely. If you don't want to pay, that's fine as well. Please do tell your friends about this show and encourage them to listen or watch. Now let's enjoy the mayhem. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who you can't rely on to help you if you collapse on an aeroplane. It's Richard Herring! Thank you very much. Hello. Hello. There's a question for Ross Noble there. I don't know who it's come from. Uh, very exciting. Oh. You know what it's like when it gets stuck. Cool. Hello, welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rahel Estepa. Oh, you're much better than last week's audience. <laughs> uh, I just laugh because I just do it every time. It's just, but I'm just thinking of the people at home. Yeah, oh, not that again. Uh, so, um, just read them. I don't know I'm reading this. I've got, no, I've got nothing for the second one, obviously. Uh, although, um, oh, I was quite interested to see uh, when we, the week we recorded this, um, they discovered some lost Doctor Who episodes, which must have excited a lot of people in this audience. That man's shaking. I want to just get that man shaking his head. He's too cool for this audience. There you go. What, what do you think about that? Excited about Doctor Who? Don't think you've watched a single episode. Tell you my, ooh, look at that. That was the wrong, that was the wrong room to say this in. <laughs> you didn't know the rest of the audience. Uh, but my audience is changing, it's developing. It won't you nerds, are, you know, in three or four months time, I won't have to bother with you anymore. It'll all be, it'll all be cool guys like that. He's, kind of, he's shaved off his hair to look cool. It's, okay, look at, have a look at him, he's cool. And have, then, have, then have a look at you. Then have a look at you. So buy the DVD. You maybe haven't looked in the mirror. Look at yourself. Not, not cool. Not cool. <laughs> the butlers are cool. Uh, I they know I love. I love you guys the best. I hate these non-Doctor Who liking people, idiots. Uh, but. <laughs> It's gone for turn for a worse, hasn't it? Is that, that's it. it was going so well, and he lost the audience. I like Doctor Who! Oh, Got him back. Uh, and <laughs> they forget everything. Uh, I was kind of hoping uh, they'd get maybe some extra Matt Smith or David Tennant episodes. They'd find not any of the rubbishy old black and white ones, but unfortunately... <laughs> There was, if, if anyone's lost, I've got some of the Crystal Recleston ones on DVD, if those are, if anyone needs those. The BBC, I don't know if they've lost those. And there could be some extra ones with David Tennant, you know, they, don't, they don't put them all out, because some of the adventures aren't as exciting, you know, it just turns up at the planet and solves something straight away, or it's just not, so, some, you know, the BBC decide, no, that, that adventure was exciting enough. We can put it on, okay, no, all right, it's kind of making a joke. Making a kind of joke there. Uh, so um, I'm going to talk to the audience instead. Uh, so uh, we know quite a lot of these people. What's your name, sir? Clive. Clive. I love the way you say that, Clive. Uh, and uh, what do you do for a living, Clive? Uh, You're a company director. Are you together with uh, Antonia from last week? Come back again this week, haven't you? Okay. <laughs> Clive, what's what does you, does your company is it the same thing? You're working the same job? Are you? No, no, I love his voice. Is that what, is that what got you? For, is that it? Because I would, I absolutely would just, if you t probably have to turn the lights out, but if you talk to me like that, I mean, you're clearly a man, so I don't know why that's worrying. <laughs> that gets me going, is that, oh, yeah. 
Jane, take off your dress. Is that it? <laughs> Does not work so well with me though, right? Uh, what, what does your company do? Communications. Now I'm not surprised. Just go, hello. Yeah, I think you should buy this. Yeah, you doing well? Very well. Very well. <laughs> it's not. I'm slightly aroused. Uh, I might later on. I might sl slap my erect dick in your face. So, uh, in fact, no. Actually, I think I think it would have to be the other way around. I think you're the I think you're the alpha male in this scenario. And some lovely ladies in the uh, audience. Now I feel like a, a pervert because I'm film. It was seemed alright when I was filming you, but now it seems like look at these lovely ladies. Yeah, look, girls. What do you What do you do for a living, madam? Well, what's your name first of all? Kira. Kira. It's nice. What do you do for a living? Your child therapists are very nice, aren't they? This end, not IT. <laughs> Butlers. They're doing proper, they're helping people in a nice way. Child therapy and stuff. Can't really take the piss out of that. I can give it a go. No, I'm not, I'm not going to. And uh, what's your name? Laura. Laura. What do you do for a living, Laura? I'm a GP. You're a GP. That's all right, isn't it? It's, doc it's, a, doc it's a doctor. <laughs> You've got a funny job? <laughs> Or a sexy voice. Or, give me something to work on here. What's your name on the end? Claire. 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 I can tell something exciting is going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, what do you do for a living, Claire? I do fundraising for a campaign. <laughs> fundraising for a campaign? campaigning For a campaigning organisation. You fucker. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> why can't you be a GP like that, lady? She help, she's saving lives. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, you win. All right, well, I think I've shown you that on the occasions where the audience banter goes really well, that is quite impressive, actually, because it is quite... It is quite a difficult thing to do. So, uh, I think I've got you... <laughs> it's very difficult to do. Well, I did well with this guy. That was a, but to be honest, when it goes out, just... Gonna be oh, hello, and then please welcome Ross Nope. So, uh, will you please welcome our next guest? He is best known for his work on I Love 981 and I Love 982, but not I Love 983. Once Andrew Collins became involved, he'd had enough. Will you please welcome Ross Noble, ladies and gentlemen? Come on in, sit down. Mind my. my uh, How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Good. I <laughs> hope you were impressed. Do it all like that. You can do it all like that. So that would be can fun. I do it like that. So it's, I'm like the uh, Jack Killian <laughs> on the Midnight Call, I sure. Do you remember? Yeah. I, well, I, I do not. Over there. I do not. Look at that. No, look at that. No, I'm going to do it like that. Like a really old Freddie Mercury. Like if. <laughs> If Mercury had lived, then that's what he'd be doing now. Instead of the long, it's some kind of magic, he would have just had that there and he would have held it like a coaster. Maybe he's, maybe he's with a cup of cocoa just on there. Yeah. It, 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 it's kind of magic. That. That's what I'm going to do. It's annoying that you're funnier with a what? microphone than I am with the, some living human beings. Uh, so, that's... that's uh, <laughs> Where are the Doctor Who fans so we can pretend that's a thing? <laughs> definitely on the, on the found videos. Yeah. That could be an old monster. You know the now. best one? Do you remember um, uh, in the McCoy era? Do you yeah. remember the Paradise Towers? That... <laughs> <laughs> 
where they had Bertie Bassett was one of the bad guys. I do, I do <laughs> remember. They haven't reimagined him <laughs> in the new era, have they? If you didn't see it, it was basically, it was Bertie Bassett in a tower block and stop looking at me, you just, <laughs> just, just dreamt this. This was a genuine, in the same way that Nicholas Parsons was in uh, Time and the Rani. Do you remember that? No. No. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Child therapist. <laughs> I think even... <laughs> the, who was that? I was out the back. I just heard you go, child therapist. Yeah, child therapist there's no fun to be had there. Yeah, there's, no... there's nothing but fun to be had. <laughs> we don't know why she's given the children therapy. They might be little fuckers. <laughs> they might have killed many times. And she's trying to wean them off murder. That's what I was, yeah. try that's what I was trying to How avoid. How do you wean somebody off murder? You basically give somebody a really big knife. And a, <laughs> and a victim. <laughs> and then a smaller knife and a smaller victim and then you work your way down until they've just got a ladle and they're just hitting a, hitting a baby pig with a ladle and, I, it's essentially and then he said ladle there, that's what, what, what are you thinking of trying to get a child to rub a label on a pig <laughs> she's an idiot, you're an idiot it's essentially the, Dexter. Uh, That's what Dexter is, though. Is they're trying to wean the bloke off. Sexual Dexter. They're trying to essentially. Or essentially Dexter. They're trying to sexual wean, Dexter. But he's quite sexual. It they're trying to wean ways. Dexter off. It's hard. Uh, my wife likes Dexter. Do you watch Dexter? I do watch Dexter. I don't like Dexter. Near any shit. TV program, I've probably watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty. You don't like Dexter. No, it's too. It's too, it's too it's far fetched. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that Fred West, isn't it? You just you go now. That's a murder. That's right. They're a proper. Real proper. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Uh, well, well. Well, I had a feeling I wouldn't have to say Sorry. very much in this. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I don't think. Let's Sorry. just throw that away. There's I'm no just, better. No. I'll just it's just nice to be out the house and there's people <laughs> and all the rest of it. Can you answer me a question? Yes. Of you course. know, because are, are we allowed to refer you, back to earlier previous you are, yes. broadcasts? You, are you know, them. last week when Dara was on. <laughs> I do. I remember. Or uh, previous, uh, or a different week. Yes. Many times ago. <laughs> Many times ago. <laughs> Many times ago in the far distant moon is You know he's talking about them Muslims, right? Yeah. Well Because <laughs> I've had that, people just go, Oh, you make jokes about Christians, you wouldn't make jokes about Muslims. I would, and I do, and I'm about to again. So <laughs> I, uh, I don't give a fuck, I'm really hard. Um, <laughs> you've, got, you've got a motorbike, you can get I'll away. <laughs> Right, this is. I went earlier across the uh, plaza area in the square. Leicester Square. Leicester yeah. Square. <laughs> the plaza area. Um, <laughs> it's nice now, isn't it? Now they've got their melted, melted seats. It is. So they moved Charlie Chaplin from the square to the slightly less prestigious position of opposite the Leicester Square Theatre, oh. which I think is a bit insulting to yeah, Charlie Chapman. Moved him moved him, yeah. I've moved him up a bit. With the, yeah, I like the melted seats, because the homeless, they can't stay there for long. They just go, whoosh, they're off. It's a flume. It's like a homeless flume. And uh, they do. Westminster Council, they, they oil it. They oil it uh, with various lubricants so that the vagrants, whoosh, like that. At a film premiere, you'll have five or six homeless people just whooshing past on, on boxes. And they go down into a spiral like that, and then into the sewer, and then they're fired out into the Thames. It's, 
that's disgraceful. I don't know why you're laughing, but um, the, uh, I'm here to stop it. But the point is, right? I earlier, sorry, I will, like, I know this might take me a while to yeah, get to this. Go, I'm looking this for, is I'm a looking for genuine. I've just, this is, just delighted it's just jokes about the homeless so far. And we I'm just hoping you forget about the Muslim material. Oh no, the Muslim homeless. Yeah. What they do is they get their uh, they get their sleeping bags and zip them up so they just like that looking at it. So shut up. So look at you all good. Are we on camera? Are we on camera? The, no, the, this is what I want to know, right? This isn't really this isn't a joke by the way. No. This is a genuine question. Um Islam is the... You've been seeing Islam, look at you everyone. Oh no, oh, no. Muslims fine, don't see Islam. They, uh, is, it, is, is the Friday some sort of holy day? <laughs> That's not a joke! That's a serious... I'm not... Uh, Does anyone know? I, I know if in the Judaism there is, but then they're very is, similar to the Jews and the Muslims, but they is don't it? like each other that I'll much. It's kind of, given how much they're, they're the same, it's weird how much they I'll, hate each other. I'll, te I'll tell you why, right? Yeah. Because before I came here, I went to have a bit of food in TGI's wall-to-wall -wall Muslims. Right. TGI Friday's wall-to-wall -wall Muslims, right? <laughs> Surely there's something drawing them in. Because, no, because God, it's, it's, not, it's not, thank Allah, it's not, it's not T-A-I Friday's, is it? It's, <laughs> look at you. I, I don't think... Oh God, this is on the internet, isn't it? It is. <laughs> That's Richard Herring. <laughs> um, the Richard, Richard Herring looking slightly yeah. disapproving of this material. T-A-I Fridays? <laughs> but it's not, it's thank God it's Fridays. Yeah. And yet, wall-to-wall -wall Muslims. <laughs> In wall-to-wall -wall Muslims. That's like, all mod cons, wall-to-wall -wall Muslims. <laughs> oh, got your dishwasher. Got your dishwasher there. Wall-to-wall -wall Muslims. <laughs> You're after it. Yeah, it's a new thing. Yeah. yeah. Did, you did you check with all of them? They were Muslims, sort of these people, or are you just guessing what Muslim? Well, no, they were all wearing the veil. Oh, okay, they Not were all. The full... So it's all uh, female oh, Muslims. Oh, sorry, you're right. I've been a terrible racist. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. There could have just been lots of women who were wearing veils that just been, liked the fashion. Could have been some nuns in there. There's the, the, this very similar look the nuns have. They continue all the way down. Yeah. They were just lots of lots of women, lovely yeah. ladies, okay. lovely ladies, veiled, ladies, yeah. veiled, not, not not just a, a veil. Yeah. And I looked around and I thought, oh, there's a veiled lady there. And then at the next, oh, there's another veiled lady. If I'll be honest with you, I was playing strike it lucky. I was I was thanks <laughs> to the four people that remember that. Glory days of Michael Barrymore and <laughs> top middle of bottom, you know, and I um, whack, whack, like that, and then and I went, oh, there's yeah. another, there's another lady with a veil, yeah. probably Muslim, and then I was, and then it was Connect Four, <laughs> and then it continued, and it right was to the other. I wall. mean, it could have been a coach party. I don't know. But it just seemed <laughs> like oh, it seems odd yeah. that a coach party of the ladies of a Muslim persuasion would go. Dinner and a show? Dinner and a TGI? It just, I think they just all, you know, it's good, it shows society 
I love the way that Muslims are allowed like, to eat in tea five Fridays. I didn't all. say they were. I'm just saying <laughs> that it seemed like there was a disproportionate yeah. amount. Of are Muslims. you saying they come over here eating our burgers? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it just seemed an odd choice. Yeah. It just, it just seemed bizarre that there was that many in the... <laughs> I think we should talk about this for an hour and a half. <laughs> just oh, you oh, I dig could. In, dig in your way. You can, if you have any point you want to get rid of yourself. <laughs> no, but I just, you know, it was a delightful sight to see. Who doesn't like to see a large collection of Muslim ladies. <laughs> I do. It shows that we've got, a, you know, an exciting diversity of religions. It does. You know, it but they're filling up the TFI Friday, TGI Friday. No, I didn't say they were filling it up. They're, they're, just, they're just along the wall. Taking all the tables and stuff, you know. <laughs> I mean, is Planet Hollywood still? I'm not sure it's still going, Planet Hollywood. Yeah. See, that full of Amish. <laughs> Honestly. Seems you would think it wasn't. But they had one You'd poster, think the last people one poster up for witness, <laughs> and word got round, full of the Amish, you know? But they've got to turn the lights out, it's a nightmare. They, they all pretend it's their birthday, it's an Amish birthday, and they go in there and they say, uh, could you turn the, I can't do an Amish voice. <laughs> no, sorry, did I say can't try. do? I won't do. I, <laughs> Uh, they go in there and they say, can you just turn all the lights off so that we can have our birthday? Because they're not allowed, you know, electricity and all that. That's right. And then they light the candles and they come out and then the next one goes, oh, I forgot it's my birthday as well. And then they string that out over the whole night. I love the way some of you are going, is this, is this God stuff? <laughs> yeah. And they string it out and then the next one, Jacob, Jacob, tell him it's my birthday. And then another one comes out and they just keep doing that all night long. That's why they've got those weird beards. They've been burned by the candle. And, uh, got any questions? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. What do you remember about being in I Love 1981? One, one goal. What do you remember about your work on uh, I Love 1981 and I Love 1982, but not any of the other I Love 1982? I didn't. I, I was on... You were on, you were on two. It's on IMDb. They wouldn't no, lie about no, that. That's, that's, that was on one episode. Of I love. I was. I was born in seventy six. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, so yes, you do have an unusual phobia, according to the oh, internet. The, is that according to the the wiki? The it wiki, might be. Yeah. The, yeah. It's Julian Assange. <laughs> uh, oh no, Wikipedia. Sorry, yeah. I thought that I got out on WikiLeaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that, is that I'll real? I'll be down that embassy. Oi, what are you fucking saying again, you bastards? I'll be pulling the flag down. Get off our flag! Do you have... Tell a, do you have a... Do you have a... Do you have a phobia or is it a lie? It, what, about glass eyes? Ah, yes. Well, I'm slightly worried about glass eyes. Yeah. Just because, you know, if you're doing a gig and there's, like, people in the front row with the glass eye... <laughs> <laughs> laughing and they go ha! like that and they shoot out and shoot you in the tits yeah you've got a very high opinion of your ability to make people I'm so funny enough I can make people's eyes pop out of their heads you want to see the I want to see it. you want to see the tit injuries I've got <laughs> yeah, it's done the fuck you know does anyone have a glass eye in the audience I mean you don't have to you know yeah, it's, no. we'd be great no. if you did I mean no we'd be kind of sad but <laughs> they see 
<laughs> you probably got used to it by now. Is he the butler? <laughs> No, he's, pretend, he's just trying to get, he's just trying to pretend. Let's have a look at those eyes both see. If they're, if they're, you know, it's hard to tell because they're very realistic now. Oh. The glass eyes. Is he, um, where's the butler? These, there's three butlers all in a row. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Although he's saying, you're, no, you're yeah. not a butler. No, you are yeah. the butler. You've, you've changed around. No, I do apologise if there's anyone butler. from overseas who didn't get that job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that must have been about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> did you get... You know what I'm doing. Well, I do know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah but you were born in 1976. How do you know about all the others? I have an extensive archive. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a little uh, moustache. Like, oh, yeah, uh, of course you did, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's who it was mainly based on. Blake. What was the question? Uh, your phobia, the glass eye oh, phobia. Yeah, no, I'll, tell you what I'll tell you what happened with the glass eye thing. I mentioned about... I was talking about glass eyes quite a lot, right? And I get these things in my head. Tonight, let's <laughs> categorise those as religious people. <laughs> um, I had these things in my head, and I... Um, uh, so I was talking about the glass eye thing, and then uh, the next night, I was in Liverpool. I was talking about glass eyes in Liverpool. And then the next night, I was in Newcastle, and I walk out on stage, and there's a box. Like, people bring stuff to my gigs and just leave all kinds of weird shit on the stage. And there was a box, and I opened the box, and there was a glass eye in the box, right? Yeah. Brilliant. Um, it wasn't, a f like, it was weird, actually. It wasn't like an actual, you'd think it was like a marble with yeah. an eye on it, but it's actually just the front, and it fits over. Oh. You know, it's quite, you know, I, you know, so I, you know, enjoyed myself. With the, that sounded wrong, didn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, absolutely terrible. <laughs> I enjoyed myself with an with a glass eye. And, uh, <laughs> oh, dear. My bits were looking at me, <laughs> judgmentally. <laughs> oh, don't. Um, so, uh, yeah, so anyway, thought nothing of it. Uh, had a lovely time, uh, you know, uh, talking about this glass eye on stage. Thought nothing of it until a year later when I returned to the same venue. And this time there was a press cutting on the stage. And it was from... Uh, a Liverpool newspaper describing a robbery that had taken place where a house had been broken into and somebody had stolen a glass eye. <laughs> I was in Liverpool when the glass eye, when I was talking, and then the next night, so I don't know whether that was pure coincidence or whether somebody went, ooh, we're going to see him again tomorrow night in Newcastle, let's break into the house of one-eyed Pete. <laughs> How would they know? He was wearing a glass. Oh no, because he'd left it on the side. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is any of this usable? Yeah, well, it's, unfortunately, it just all gets used regardless. That's good, all right. Yeah, that's how it works with this. Yes. So, you know, well, again, all. we're proving that improvisation, you know, when it works. <laughs> It's really it's pretty, we, can, we can be killed. Uh, and have you ever seen the ghost? I'm asking you emergency questions, but I think that, again, you've been in a situation where you might have been involved in a ghost, according to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a ghost. Have you ever seen the ghost? Uh, I, oh, I was. I, I, well, I think I thought it was a ghost. Yeah. And then I was just passing the stage door <laughs> of the musical Ghost, <laughs> and the fella playing Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Had not taken his makeup off. <laughs> and I ran at him. 
trying to take him down. And then he, he, he lifted is, me aloft. He, he is dead. <laughs> yeah. He is dead as well, you know, so probably he actually was a ghost. Well, I went straight through him. <laughs> he was at the stage, he was heckling. The ghost of Patrick Swayze he was at the stage. Ooh, this is pissing on my memory. Ooh, I don't like it. Ooh, I've heard time of my life. Yeah, clear everywhere. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Did you see that? Did you see that musical? The I didn't see the musical. I have seen the film of Ghost. Yeah, the Ghost musical. I didn't. They do musicals of everything. everything. You know, do you know how they could have improved the musical of Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> this is a running joke for the audience. <laughs> they should Go have on. put Shrek in it. That's what wants a series, then that's it, wants, that's it, that's your lot. Don't go, oh, at it, that's, that's all you're fucking gonna get. And you went, oh, at it, that's it. I might not do it in the next series. You have to wait another series, yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Having a kind of sound argument with some members of the other. Oh, what, what, <laughs> Is it? That, is the, what That's is just a joke. It's a running joke that you've got to put. You improve things by putting a Shrek in them. Not the Shrek, a Shrek. Oh, ear Shrek. Yeah. Okay. So right. everything's better with a Shrek in them. Did you see Shrek the musical? Uh, no. You would have liked it. Right? <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there's two, two Shreks. Two, Shreks. two many yeah. Shreks. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just going to be one Shrek. And his kids. There you go, too many Shreks. Yeah. That was the problem with Shrek 4. Way too many Shreks and Shrek Shreks. Yeah. I mean, even Shrek 1 had a few Shreks. <laughs> We're not doing the Shreks anymore! <laughs> You're tricking me into doing the Shreks. We're not doing the Shreks anymore. Um, uh, <laughs> this is amazing! Thank you! This is just you! This is just you sitting in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Literally entertaining yourself. It is, yeah. <laughs> This is amazing. But the thing is, there's about four people going, oh, that's true, yeah. That's brilliant. That, that's the equivalent of if Brucey walked out with it. Just to see it, to see it, and everyone went, Is it? That would be great if, oh, God, how funny would that be? If you got the everyone in the, if, if you were the warm up man for Strictly Come Dancing. And you went out there, and you just went, right, when Bruce comes out, right, he'll come out. It's just to see you, to see you. You all just go, is it? I'm frightened. It's the moment's gone. I'm not feeling well. Right. What the fuck's that about? Not turning up. Has that ever happened? <laughs> I know he's a national treasure and all that, but for fuck's sake, like, seriously, he didn't turn up. On a, when's that ever happened? Have you ever, in, in, on Saturday Night TV, has yeah. there ever been, hey, welcome to Noel's house party? Nah, Noel's bullying. It's not turning up. <laughs> so what the fuck? Even if you're dying, it's Saturday night, drag, I'm like, I know he's old and that, and it's quite old. But get, fucking drag yourself up there. This is, I can't see you. I can't see you. I've lost my vision. There's a good chance that he will die between this recording and the time it goes out, so this will seem quite inappropriate, but... You know, well, you know, he might have already died. Yeah, exactly. Has he come back? He could be. Was he? 
didn't he? Could be, could well be dead. We're all going to die. Ask me that question again. Have you seen a ghost? Have you seen a ghost? Yeah, on Strictly Come Back. Yes, If there are any Muslim Strictly fans and listening to oh, this, God, I'd love to see that. Strictly Come Muslims, imagine that. Just like sequined burgers. Dancing around. Didn't she do well? <laughs> we don't know. We couldn't see her feet. <laughs> Just be <feel> that. <laughs> Nothing. So I think so. I love, people... it. I love the fact that you've gone, ah, oh, fuck it, let's just go with a man. If he's going to die, we'll all die. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Me just, this is, you've got the experience of what it's like being my wife. My wife doesn't find me funny at all. I, I spend all day just joking and laughing at myself, and my wife just goes... I was sitting in a restaurant, uh, we had breakfast in this little cafe, and there was a mirror behind my wife, and she was getting annoyed because I was looking at myself and then pulling faces and laughing at myself. <laughs> And she got genuinely annoyed and said, "You can't. We're going to have to change seats if you're going to keep on looking at yourself." And now I was pretending. I was sort of pretending to sort of pretending to look to camera and go. <laughs> and she does. And then she gets cross because she says, "You're not doing this." And I say, "I'm trying to make you laugh." You know, you're not. You're just trying to make yourself laugh. <laughs> It's oh, quite annoying. Have, uh, you, have, you got, have you got kids? I haven't got any kids. You, oh, God, you've got you kids. See, you've got two kids. Oh, God, that, you see, that's the... You know that horrendous situation where your wife is going off for fuck's sake, right? As soon as you have the kids, oh, you cut her out of the equation. <laughs> Honestly, she sat there going, can you stop doing this to the... <laughs> Not in play. <laughs> And all of a sudden, it's socially acceptable again. <laughs> yeah. It's good. You want to get on? I kind of imagine you might be a terrible dad because you come out. And you... <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> you come out. But I, think, I think you might not be fun. You think it must be the most fun to have Ross Lowe as your dad, but I think you do all your playing on stage and then you get home and you go, fuck off. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the exactly There will be none of that. <laughs> oh, God, no. It's the opposite. It? It's, oh, you know. The, uh, you know, the, the five... It's, I've just got an accomplice now. It's brilliant. It's just the most fantastic thing ever. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine I must some be... some kids now. Well, I'm not going to try. Like, <laughs> she'll give you a few. You've probably got a right couple so, yeah. of shits. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there, swinging a clock in front of them. <laughs> Sorry, I've confused that up as the hypnotist. <laughs> Do you ever do the hypno, the hypno, the, the hypnotherapy on the children? I've never done that. Never no. tried, give it a try. <laughs> Get a Paul McKenna book or something like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then what's the most common thing with the kids that you have to, what sort of therapy? Things you probably shouldn't problems. film her while she's saying this, it's probably <clears throat> confidential. Yeah, but uh, she's not saying which specific kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pulling out medical records and going, right. <laughs> Let's have a look at this fella here. And he's here tonight. Um, <laughs> pull the curtain out of his gaffer tape to a chair. They, um, no, that's, oh no, that's escapology. Sorry, I'm just doing it all you, like Darren Brown. Um, what's the most common thing that, with the, sorry, I'll, no, I'll it's just, fine. I'm quite interested with it's it. Fine. What sort of things do you, 
that, like, when you're treating your kids. <laughs> this is why I didn't go into this at the beginning. That's why I, I thought this would be a difficult area to get. I, I'll, I'll, I'll see, we'll see watch whether this, right? we'll see. This, well, I'll watch this, a pro. This is what's going to happen, yeah. right? She's going to say something, yeah. and everyone's going to go, "Oh fuck!" Right? Yeah. And and then it'll be like like a plane, right? It's going to go. There'll be cloud turbulence yeah. like that. <laughs> We'd be driving across a rocky road, yeah. and then uh, the clouds will part. And there'll be a mountain like that. And then I'll, and I'll, I'll get like that, and then the plane will start to lift like that, and then we'll clear, and I'll, I'll go ding, turn the seatbelt off, okay. right? and we'll be playing sailing. It'll be okay. fine. I mean, I'm, I'm looking on the bright side. Let's watch. Let's watch I mean, this. We could go down in horrendous flames. It could be a horrible, horrible tragedy. It <laughs> could be some sort of. This could be an air show with families eating picnics. <laughs> Right? I mean, this could be, I mean, it could be, it could be a charity picnic as well. Not just, not just a regular picnic. It could be underprivileged kids on a day out and we could crash into them. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully... At least we've got way, a child therapist here ready exactly, for the Oh, no, they're already dead. They're, they're, <laughs> they're with Patrick Swayze knocking on the door. They're, they're, they've, they've gone to the great big Brucey bonus in the sky. The, so, but it'll be fun. Would you like some wine? Let's see. What, 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 what do you? What sort of things do you treat? We could be fucked here. We could be absolutely. But you know, nothing ventured. That's the way I look at it. You know, I enjoyed the nothing ventured bit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the children of yeah, it was a, it was a funny joke. answer. What she did there was she tried to avert the plane <laughs> yes, going into the clouds. Like... Don't let's, let's let's push through. <laughs> Whatever they're going through, <laughs> that is the most piss weak thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, I can't find me stickle bricks. <laughs> okay, well I'll just. Okay, well tell me when did you first lose the stickle bricks? <laughs> Do you think the stickle bricks are a metaphor for the love from your mother? They're, they're going for Fuck off outside and play football. No. Yeah, whatever they're going through, like what sort of thing. I mean, you don't have to be specific on cases, just the, you know, the sort of general. You mu they must be referred. Shut your faces, I swear to God. Can we. They must be. Can we go back to the Muslims in TGI they, Friday? They, they must be. They're getting referred from somewhere, aren't they? There's not some sort of like, you know, stickle brick confusion workshop where they've just gone. They've just gone. Oh, you want to see her? She's she'll sort you out with a. She's the stickle brick finder general. So that's a real thing. Go on. What what, what sort of issues? Difficulties in school. Kids having difficulty in school. That's a nice. That's a good answer. Thank you for. Thank you for getting. No, thank you. <laughs> we're not even in the cloud yet. So what? Uh, so we're. Come on, these meals are getting cold back here. I've got lobster thermidor for the people in first class. For him to. So. What? <laughs> So what, bully, bu bullied kids? Uh, yeah, bullying and, and children having difficulties with their learning. Learn, thick kids. <laughs> well, 
I tell you what, I, what I, you could have helped me when I was a child. I didn't like to go to the toilet, the, use the sit down on the toilet, so that was a bad thing to do a poo. So that was you were you were mocked if you used those toilets. Well, if you so sat, I, if you sat no, down if you, if you even poo. if you even had a poo at school in the nineteen oh, seventies, right. I thought you meant you no, were you, meant to stand. I was, I was trying to say it in a nice. I was trying to say it euphemistically. You were meant to somersault <laughs> and shit at the same time and allow the centrifugal force. <laughs> So sometimes, instead of, and like about two or three times, instead of going to the toilet, I shat my pants instead. <laughs> How would you help me out uh, of that? How would you help me out of that issue? Not, it doesn't happen anymore, but I'd still be interested to hear the answer. You know what I would do? Plant pot shoes. <laughs> shoes, yeah. right? Big plant pots, yeah. right? Shit down the legs, yeah. right? Wait, wait. Seeds. Yeah, nature's fertilizers. Yeah, straight in there. Beautiful, tidy village situation going yeah. on down there with the toast of the school. Yeah. <laughs> that would have worked. She's not required. Is that is that is my problem worse than any of the problems you actually have to deal with? <laughs> okay, I did. So just kids though. That's a, that's a call back like, to uh, let's call back to a couple of uh, podcasts ago. So I went on to because I was uh, annoyed with sliding doors uh, that John Thingy Hannah quotes Monty Python. Oh, he's a fucking twat. He is, yeah. <laughs> oh, but we found a girl who likes Monty Python being quoted. She enjoys. Oh that. God, that shit me that film. Yeah. What was it the Monty Python? But fuck off. <laughs> Just fuck. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. Fuck off. <laughs> Quote Monty Python at me, you loser. <laughs> it genuinely annoys me that me film. Too. It properly. Yeah, yeah, we we can agree on that. Yeah, I've exactly. gone into quite some detail about this. Oh, no, it's not just oh. that bit. Not just that bit. The whole the whole thing. Really? The whole premise of it. But that film is, of course, saved. The saving grace of that film is, is nothing. The, is, is the is the end. Well, I'll, I I beg to differ. <laughs> because that film was, of course, directed. Yeah, by Peter Howitt from Bread. From Bread. The bloke from Bread. <laughs> it doesn't. The bloke from Bread. Doesn't say. It doesn't. And Gene Boat uh, directed Gwyneth in Sky Captain <laughs> in the World of Tomorrow. <laughs> That's a bit of fun. So just bullied kids and ones that are a bit shit at school. That's it. Children with disabilities. Yeah, that plane's getting into trouble. <laughs> oh, it's got a bit rocky. I foresee this in my. Uh, I see, right? Uh, physical, the physical, or the mental. Yeah. No, no, no! I'm trying to wrestle this plane back from the brink because you said the word disability, and that was the cue for everyone to go, "Oh shit, he predicted this. This is." Yeah. And you're helping us. It could have been worse. It could have been child rape. That was what I was. That was what I was. That was what well, I was worried about. Don't just give me a minute. <laughs> the, uh, see, look, there was a laugh. There was a laugh. The... <laughs> Ding. Lobster for the burning room. See, we're fine. It's all good. We're yeah. out of it. Give me a minute. Give me a child. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask an emergency question. I'm a very wrong place. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. I'm going to go back uh, old school. If you had to choose between having a hand made out of ham or an, uh, an armpit that dispenses sun cream. Which of those would you choose? That you, that you can eat the hand, but it, and it'll grow back, but not straight away. 
the sun cream will be like two pots of sun cream a year. <laughs> and not out of a specific, so like that's two, two bottles like that of sun cream. Right. Hand hand. Mm. Hand hand. Yeah. Every time. Good. Every what I'd be really time. love is if that was it for you. That, <laughs> I thought this question will Ross Noble will go on for four no, hours about no. this. No. Hand hand. Hand hand. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Do there is nothing more to say on the subject. Nothing, there? <laughs> that is the best answer we've had. Uh, on that, uh, if you had to... Um, oh, Lord, that's it, if I did have that. <laughs> let's, let's not throw that one off. Let, no, no, go on, next question. If you had to... Oh, no, this is a good one. This is from a child has asked this question. I have one of uh, hers. Yeah. yeah. Where's uh, all my stickleberries? <laughs> Would you rather be a cow or a badger, and why? Well, in the current... I would say a few years ago, yeah. cow, very dangerous. They were burning them all alive. Whereas yeah. now, they've moved on to badgers. They have. So, I would say whichever they are not killing... Yeah. Yeah, which so, is odd, isn't it? Because the cull, the badger cull, when the mad cow thing happened, and there were big piles of cows, weren't they? And they were burning them in there. Oh, was that you getting hungry? No, it's just purple. I thought you... Um, you weren't like that as if to go, those were the days. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> mad cows. I used, to, I used to stand in those fields with <laughs> piles of burning cows just <laughs> licking my lips. Mmm, <laughs> it's such a shame. <laughs> You've overdone them. You've overdone them. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's oh, right, left and centre. Yes, weren't yeah, they? They were. They're burning away, burning cows. And yet now, with the, the badger cull, they're shooting them. Are they burning badgers? What's happening to the badger cull? It seems too much to do both, doesn't it? To shoot them no, and burn What's them. happening to the massive piles of dead badgers? No one's thought about that, have they? It's all very well, you know, Brian Mace singing away and all that. But maybe he should realise it's going to happen anyway. Why not go right? Badger storage, corp storage. That's what he should be singing about. What is it in some yellow storage unit in Epping, on the edge of London? What's happening to the are they Cruella de Vil style coats? Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be nice if they did something with them. They could make. Well, they, they should make, be because yeah. and if they're not, there's a big pile of burning badgers somewhere. That'd be a hell of a night, wouldn't it, if you got all their corpses and didn't tell your mates you had. And people come round and say, what were you invited us round for? Have a look in the garden. Have a look at just a pile of, it's a big pile of badger corpses. He's just there with some paraffin. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, that's right, my friends. Come on. Get your kid off. Come on. It's happening. It's actually that's, happening. That's quite interesting. With the cows... They burnt them, but they could they could have used the leather, couldn't they? There's no reason why they could use nah, mad, mad leather. leather. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen the trousers. That's how, that's how, that's how Michael Flatley got started. <laughs> mad leather in the waist. All, all the jackets and that. It? It's like Elvis. People didn't want to. I don't want to be an Elvis in person. <laughs> <laughs> that sleeve, that's mad cow sleeve. Yeah. But yeah, they should have. Yeah, but truly, the pelt, the pelt of the the badgers of the badger that should be uh, should be utilised. Nobody. I mean, obviously, you'd have to shoot them in the face. 
No, because you don't want your nice gloves. Oh, these gloves are a bit, bit of a breeze going through these. Well, they use the, them in I the think way. they use the, the heads of the badgers for... Is that right for the sporans? That was someone talking about the... Is the sporans actually made out of the head of the, the badger? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> they could just address the use, front row. It'd be useful. Like, like Neil Oliver was going to be like, well, I'm very glad you asked me about that. Usually they're very good, the, the audience. They usually know the answers to things. But today, just thick as pig. Just posh ones. <laughs> what, just posh people? Or just posh badgers? <laughs> They're lining them up like that and just going, Oi, badger! Yes, can I help you? <laughs> it's a posh one. <laughs> well, that's him. But if you go, excuse me, badger, and he's just going, What's your fucking, what do you want, you fucking mapper? Nah, on you go. It's, uh, chuck him on the pile, we'll dance around him nude. <laughs> What's happening to this? Thousands of them getting shot right, left, and centre. Yeah. So why? And also, well, they're not. They're escaping. They're getting away. Most of them. They can't get them. They're too wily. The badgers. Is that right? Yeah. That's why. The, that's why you're not seeing big part burning piles. I know you love seeing different animals burning. <laughs> seeing which colour flame they will make. Because they want it. Blue flames. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Good. So which one would you rather be, though? Oh. Yeah. Cow. Cow. Good. As long as we get the answers, that is the main thing. Um, I've Although, got... actually, what I'd probably do now, yeah. if I was a badger, I would probably get the... I'd probably get me and all my mates together, take down a cow, yeah. take it down, because you need a few, take it down, hollow it out, <laughs> right, hollow it out, and then like a sort of... like a Trojan cow situation. Yeah. And then... I. I like, I'd get in the head, so I was operating the cow. Yeah. And then I'd get all my badger mates, like, in the legs, fill it out, so it's all badgers, and then move the... <laughs> blend in with some other cows, yeah. and then when the hunters come through, you know, pointing the guns around, leave it, it's a cow. And then... <laughs> then you'd be able to... And then what would happen, Russ? <laughs> Well, ironically, the cow would look a bit mad and they'd go, oh, fuck it, start again, burn it. And then it, and I'd be inside the head going, oh, not again. Good. Yeah, that's what I'd do. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, also, when I say a Trojan cow, what I mean is yeah. just a cow that happens to have been hollowed out to allow the, the badger hordes to hide inside. That sort of implies by calling it a Trojan cow that the cow would then enter, say, the, the courtyard of a hunter and then wait until the dead of night. Yeah, that's what I thought might and happen. Then, and then come well, out. Imagine the sight. On, the, on, uh, on Springwatch, right? There's, a, there's Kate Humble, right? Ironic, she's not. Full of herself. She... Um, yeah, whatever, kid. So, she's there, right? Cow's just in the background. That's what I'd do. I'd move me and my friends, move into the back of the shot while Kate or John Craven, you yeah. know, Matt Baker, any of... Uh, Ellie Harrison, any of the country file presenters, um, <laughs> Peter Purvis, they... And I'd wait until they were... To piece the camera. And you join us here at the Cotswolds where this week and I just... Just in the back, not loud enough, so we'd have to start again, but just so there's a just an idyllic scene. The director be going, Oh, this is fucking good. Cool, this we've got 
We've got the cow. That's the that's the money shot for country five. Just a cow walking across, and then just at the point where he talks about you know cheese making or the you know old style woodland looms, he just like just as he gets to the bit, the cow would just go like that and just flatten on the floor as all the badgers dropped and then just scoot off into the. In fact, reform as a big finger like that. Fuck you, humble. That's what I do. That's good. So, to answer your question, yeah. badger and cow. Badger, badger. Yeah. badger. You're the first, but, but, you're the first person to come up with that answer. Yeah. But imagine the delightful irony if they've turned around and they went, that's amazing, we've never caught that on camera before. <laughs> that a cow literally... <laughs> and thousands of badgers running out, and that's how they're eluding the, the cull. And then the wildlife expert grabs one of the badgers, just goes, this is amazing, check it for TB, it doesn't have TB, and then as he's just stroking it like that, <laughs> and loads of tiny cows came out. <laughs> and then we're, we're fucking mental! And run away. Yeah. That's how nature works. <laughs> Mother Nature, always one step ahead. <laughs> one step ahead of the humans. It's great to be out of the house. It's it really is very nice to, it's nice to have you. Um, I don't now think at this... this point, I, 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 so you, at this point, right, you are, you're asking me about my daughter, yeah. right? At this point, my wife would be going, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the child would be going, yeah, Dad, right. And another thing, right, what if the mice... We're pretending to be cows as well. I'd be going, oh, you are lovely. <laughs> yes, go on, what's the next um, one? I've been looking at your Wikipedia page. I think I'm not, yeah. there's a citation needed, which is answered actually within the page, I would say. Right. Um, the citation needed says you're born in Newcastle upon Tyne. Yes. Were you born in Newcastle upon Tyne? Uh, well, it yes. says you grew up in Cramlington, Northumberland. Yes, named, of course, after Cramel the Dane. Yes, of course. people, I believe. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, I was born in Newcastle. In fact, I had an argument with Cheryl Cole about this. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, because... Uh, oh, really, Cheryl, all the time, hanging out, arguing over our place. Yeah. So Cheryl Cole, uh, she was born in Walker. Right. right. Walker, yes. for the southern people. Um, born in Walker. And then she uh, moved uh, to Heaton, which is quite close to Newcastle, yeah. part of Newcastle. So she claims to be more of a Geordie than me. Whereas I was born in a hospital which is no longer there, as a direct result of my birth. <laughs> <laughs> Quarantine the area! <laughs> yes, that was my mother's vagina exploding. <laughs> exploding life. Um, and so I was born. Oh, yeah. It's a slight. Did I say Look at you. I'm enjoying being able to sit back and have a rest. It's been a long week. <laughs> Imagine if it was the old days with tape. Yeah. There would have been a cassette change there, wouldn't there? I think, I think it might, oh, it might be the case. Um, they just suck in all the, uh, all the cameras. The hard drives have run out and they're now taking power from Leicester Square. Right now, you know that big sign, the big illuminated sign? That right now is just a badger 
inside a cow costume. There's a picture of that. My mum. I'll tell you what, that TGI, they'll all be like that. What the hell is that? Anyway, did I say there were Muslims looking out? No, I didn't. <laughs> they could have been anyone. You read too much into that. So, the point was, is that, um, the, can I book in for a session with you after this? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, so, so, so yeah, so, anyway, so I was Newcastle. born in Newcastle, yeah. and then I grew up in Cramlington, yeah. which is about eight miles north of Newcastle, strictly speaking, in, in Northumberland. So I'm sort of Northumbrian, and that's, yes, but I would claim that it's like the Cockneys, you know, if you're, you know, like, yeah. born within the sound of Jimmy Neal singing. <laughs> Then you are a joint. So yeah, so we had a bit of a, a bit of an argument. Yeah, you know. Well, that's good. That means that uh, whoever puts together your Wikipedia page can take that citation needed off. That's so I'm just trying to help. Uh, this can't be true though. That at Cramlington, at one end of Cramlington, there's a paracetamol factory, and at the other, yeah. there's a razor blade factory. That is a joke that you have made about the suicidal nature no. of the town. No, there there was <laughs> Sterling Organics. At one end, yeah. made paracetamol. Not anymore, I think they've moved on. Yeah. Um, and then at the other end was Wilkinson Sword, which was the big razor blade place. <laughs> so that is a genuine... Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a genuine... And also, Cramlington was actually mentioned, uh, it was an airship base uh, in the First World War, and... Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> and it's, it's mentioned in one of the Biggles books. It's just a little... <laughs> Yeah, a little known fact about the time. I mean, the fact that you know fuck all about the, the modern history. I used to work, I uh, live in Loughborough when I was four till eight, and the Ladybird Book Factory was right behind my house. Ooh. Beat that! You can't! People don't even remember Ladybird Books, do you too? Do you remember Peter and Jane? Remember that? Yeah, I learned to read in the shadow of the Ladybird Factory. That's a, that's a big. I went back to Loughborough to look for it. It's not there anymore. Don't go back. The Ladybird books not No, exist. there's a factory there still, but it doesn't do Ladybird books anymore. <sighs> What's it? What? What's Don't know what it, it does. It just because it used to have what? the Ladybird on it, I think. What the Ladybird still? There's a giant Ladybird inside, <laughs> just making weapons. <laughs> I was making no money from the books. Could be. But do now, you? Do you really? I will take over the world. <laughs> Do you really own a tank? Yes. Well, a I, Abbott I, 433 self-propelled gun, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it's a self-propelled gun, but yes, I do. I own a, an ex-military. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I bought it from do you, a... <laughs> do you need a permit for that? Or just, no, and no, you know what's amazing about the... the, the it's, uh, you don't have to pay the congestion chill. Yeah, no, I, I decided. I, I, um, there's a company, and you can check this out. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the company that I, that I bought it off are called Tanks A Lot. <laughs> I swear to God. And some people would go, huh, it's got a funny name for a website. And I went, well, I think I'll buy a tank. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah, so you can, there's, no, there's no rules about it. From where I live, if I, uh, the gun's deactivated now, but if I was to, <laughs> I should probably be careful what I say. <laughs> if the gun worked, from where I live, I could hit Gatwick. <laughs> <laughs> I 
deactivated them. Yeah. I wouldn't. That's not a threat. That really isn't a threat. But I tell you what, it'll make them Muslims think twice. <laughs> That's a joke. That is a joke. Um, yeah. I tell you what, the badger cull in our village is going well. Yeah. I had the fucking lot. Oh yeah. He came down with the guns. Put them away, lads. <laughs> I can't think of a safer man to have. <laughs> safer hands. It's amazing. Honestly, it's such a the tank is such a laugh, right? It's literally, <laughs> honestly. But oh, you've got to buy it. Just buy a tank, right? Just seriously, go out there. Tanks a lot. Tell them I sent you. He'll give you a discount. How much? Um, how much? Roughly, is it? You know, start a tank. You've got a one. How much? One. You've got a one one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, no, no. To be fair, you can get a you can get a four three two uh, armored personnel carrier. It won't have a gun on the top, but it's a tracked vehicle, and you can get all your mates in there. You get one yeah. of them for three or four grand. You know, okay. that's your that's your sort of starter. Yeah. You know, that's your, that's your starter thing. But if you want a gun, you you got you got to go big. You know. Um, and I know some of you are judging me, going, you know, at the, in this present, you know, economic climate, <laughs> is it acceptable when there are people struggling that you bought a fucking tank? <laughs> well, I take your point. But at the same time, it's pretty cool. It is a pretty cool thing to have. And, you know, someone's got to keep the second-hand tank people going. Yeah, and also, you know, like, some people buy sports cars or have, like, a... The way I look at it is, is a lot of people, like, you know, mad cool cabots, you know, put it all up their nose. Yep. Where, me, I don't go in for all that business. No. So what have I got to show for it? Thank goodness you don't. I mean, fucking (laughs) (laughs) But... Here's the cool thing. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine? The, uh, it is a problem though, because when I get I get hair fever, and sometimes if I meet people, I'm like, I'm going, yeah, yeah, and the thing, right? And then and there's like badges inside of a cap, and then I go, and, they go, and, like and I just go, no, I've got a tank! And they go, oh, fine. Um, yeah, and I've, uh, I went a bit mad, I moved out to the country and I sort of there's space to do anything I wanted which is fucking terrifying because <laughs> you can't literally do you know um, I the, the, when anybody comes round I go right do you want to drive the tank and it, uh, women right this is a weird thing I know this is a this uh, this isn't a sexist thing this is literally when you say to women in general so I've got a tank and they always go why right they say to a bloke or a tank and they go can I drive it? Away, right? <laughs> but weirdly, if you go, I've got a tank, and if you say to women, before they've had a chance, before the fella has had a chance to go, can I drive it? If you go, and they go, oh, you got a tank? Yeah, and I'd straight to the ladies, would you like to drive it? Boom! <laughs> straight away. The women fucking love the tank driving, right? So much so, my mum, right? Um, you know, she's a, she's a granny, right? She came down to visit when I first got the tank, and I said, uh, uh, her and my auntie, I said, do you fancy a ride on the... So I put them in the turret, and, and off we went, right? Like, shit off a shovel, right? Driving around, I turn around, there's a little Geordie Rommel, right? In the... There, there she is, lovely little Geordie woman, Nana, 
in the turret, right? Where it's, you know, in my head, El Alamein, it's all happening, right? So we're driving around. And by the way, I'm not a military uh, enthusiast. Right. I have no interest in the history of military vehicles. I just like driving shit, right? So she's in there, right, uh, driving away. And then I said, give it a go. Do you want to drive the tank? She went, mm, I don't know. I said, come on, have a go. So I lower my mum into the tank, right? And she's only a little woman, right? So she can't really see. Just like this, right? So she can't see where she's going. She's in charge of what is essentially a death machine, right? Which was hilarious, right? And I'm going, floor it, floor it! So she's driving the tank all around the room, right? I, so I've, I've got like woods and stuff, and there's trees going everywhere, there's badger sets. Don't even need to fire the gun. I mean, I'm destroying, I mean, humble would be, oh, she'd be in tears, right? So just destroying the countryside, right? But, it, you know, it'll grow back. So anyway, so, so she drives it around. Uh, gets out, loves it, right? Everyone would drive, oh, I love the tank, right? Uh, then, it was when the eldest child had just started at this nursery, right? And you can imagine, I filled the child full of things that aren't necessarily facts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sort of tell her things and, you know, she repeats them in adult school. That's not real, right? <laughs> she does think I'm magic. Like, actually magic. It's brilliant. I, I put thread on things, and then I, I, I go like that, and I pull the thing, and it goes boom, like that, and it flies across the room. She goes, was that you? Yeah. Anyway, so, well, it's good, you see, that's what you, for discipline, right? <laughs> All the other dads are like, oh, you know, oh, you, you'll be sent to your room, or, oh, don't make me with a smacking. If you think your dad's a wizard, <laughs> it's just like, I go, stop doing that, or I will change it into a pig. And she goes, fuck, right. So, that's by the by. So she goes to a playgroup, right? A little playgroup for the first time. And she goes in there, and lovely little playgroup. Now, you know, and she goes off and she's there, chatting away. And then I pick her up on the first day, and then I put a little coat on, and we're going out, and she's had a great time. She's turning on. And one of the teachers goes, She's got an imagination on her, this one. And I said, oh, my God, she's been repeating shit. And, uh, and I said, oh, what, what, what's, she, what's she being saying? She told us all that a grandma drives a tank. Oh, where does he get it from? Get out. Get out. So that's true, yes, next. That is true, that's good. Um, <laughs> and I've got, I've got a rhino as well. I've got this... Um, I've got a, uh, a, it was actually a gift my wife bought me. There's a place near us which has got um, uh, large sort of uh, fiberglass animals. And I kept driving past and going, and I, I, wouldn't, I hadn't even pointed. Like, I'd go, and she'd go, no. And, I, and there was a rhino, a full-size rhino. And I'm like, I fucking love that rhino. And she went, we are not having that. We've already spoiled the idyllic <laughs> setting that we live in. Oh, I'd love that rhino. And she went, you are not buying that rhino. Right? This is how much my wife loves me, right? Valentine's Day, the, 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 a truck comes down the lane, right? Four lads sitting in the back of a pickup truck with a trailer behind it. What are you 
fucking rhino behind it. And what was brilliant is you couldn't see the truck, like with the hedges. So the neighbours or cottages all around, it's this rhino going along the... And uh, Richie, his name is, and uh, um, yeah, yeah, because then I can I can say to my daughter and yeah. go, who lives by our pond, Rhino Richie, right? <laughs> and see, <laughs> I was thinking, but I recently had. <laughs> no, that's a great joke, right? And uh, no, but here's the thing, right? I recently, uh, I, yeah, I know. It's, I know it's elaborate, but you know. So, you know, the funniest thing, the funniest thing though is when anybody comes round and they don't know about the rhino, I, I always tell them, I say, all right, over the back there, there's a safari park and it's, it's not funded properly. <laughs> and I go, I said, so every now and again, you get the odd zebra wandering through. I said, so if you see one, just let me know. And then I'll ring the guy, he's a lovely bloke. He'll come round, he'll lasso it and he'll take it. I said, it's always fine. And they just go, you're fucking talking about me, you idiot. And like we, you know, we wander through and all that. And then, uh, and then he's down by the, he's down by my pond and that. And he's like, people just go, zebra. Oh, fuck, it's a rhino! But I found myself, I, I, I had the good fortune recently, uh, I found myself in uh, Zambia, right, in um, a, a game reserve, right, in Gambia, and uh, Gambia, in Zambia, it's very confusing, very similar, <laughs> other. it's the other side of Africa, anyway, and, and I, 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 it's a long story, but I, I got permission to, you're not allowed motorbikes in uh, national parks, right, <laughs> they're banned because the animals eat you and stuff, but I... <laughs> Got um, <laughs> just eat you and stuff. Um, so I got to ride a motorbike through this national park, and I met these guys who are there's only twelve rhinos, white rhinos left. Don't start laughing. You're going, Did I you laugh. kill one? <laughs> um, there's only twelve right, white rhinos left. Now I'm not. Uh, you know, it was an amazing thing seeing it, an incredible privilege to see these. You know, these twelve white rhinos, right? And um, their guard, a 24-hour guard, AK-47s, you know, all um, uh, safari guard, army guys that the government pay to guard the rhinos all the time, right? Mainly from Stephen Fry, constantly, <laughs> constantly hassling them. Fry's back, <laughs> back off. Um, so, so anyway, I, I, you know, there's not a huge amount that myself and uh, an armed rhino guard have in common, right? <laughs> so, so I got my phone out and I went, I love rhinos, mate. I went, I've got one, right? <laughs> and I get the picture of the rhino and I show it to this guy. Now his job is to guard white rhinos and I want to show him that I am committed to what he's doing. And I went, this rhino, he's called Richie, right? And like an idiot, I thought, Oh, if anyone's going to love this, he will, right? <laughs> and I went, Rhino Ritchie. You ever told a gag about Lionel Ritchie to an armed man who doesn't <laughs> give a fuck, right? That man's face went... <laughs> and he had that look of, I'm just going to shoot you. <laughs> and it was great the way he just went, yeah. And then just wandered off. <laughs> so, 
I thought well, he was yes, going to so, ask yeah. you for his rhino back. Give me that. But there's only this 13 now. Yeah. Got an extra. Well, that's the thing. If they just knocked in a few late mate, and you just yeah. put them around the place, and <laughs> confuse the poachers, you see. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think all those machine guns are probably putting those rhinos off breeding. That's the problem. There'd be <laughs> fucking hundreds of them if there were those guys around. Imagine yeah. you having to fuck with like people guarding you with machine guns. <laughs> or you've gone to go on. Have we been here for hours? We've been here for quite a have while. Because <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. It's, it's very nice. I'm really enjoying After a while, myself. it kind of washes over, and then become, and then it's fine again. So we've gone all the all the way around past infinity, and we come out untired again. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Uh, it's good. Honestly, I think it's going very well. If, it, if at any point Person. you just want to wander off, <laughs> just drift off into the night. And I'll just keep going. I've always wanted to do a show where you just did that and carried on going till everyone had left. I'll do that. Yeah, okay. Let's do this. <laughs> Have we got enough film in the camera? Yeah. Uh, no, don't film it. In fact, in fact, if you want to go as well, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> could you imagine? Just for the laugh, if you literally just sat, if it was just us. Because at what point? At what point would it cease to be a show? Like, how many people would it have to get down to? Because you're still actively participating in it, and then that would be, and then it, would it get to the point where, like, the, even the butlers went, <laughs> and it was just us on stage, and then there was a moment where you sort of saw the cameras turn off, and you just turned to me and went, "I killed a man." Do you think that would? Do you think that would? Just, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but someone would stay. They would stay. We wouldn't. We'd never get. We'd never. If you could do it, if we could stay here until everyone went. Yeah. But people would stay. <laughs> someone would say most sensible people would leave, but some of the he would he would say old Hort in there. Someone's haunting. He would stay. He would yeah. stay forever. There'd be no food. He'd just start eating his own his own feet <laughs> to stay here. Um, you've been injured in some bi- uh, motorcycle accidents. Yeah. And did, is it true that you had to, when you were broken your arm, that you, well, the, an ambulance came and the ambulance men wanted you to do some of your routine? Yeah. yeah. Is that true? I got in the back of the ambulance and I, I broke this wrist, right? See that big scar there? Wow, yeah, wrist. that's proper. Yeah. And people just think I've committed suicide. Um, well, attempted, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all gone a bit Stephen Fry, hasn't it? Anyway, so, um, I, uh, it's another scoop for herring. <laughs> Look at that. No. Um, the, let's not joke about suicide. No. It's not an issue. After you've just joked, you can't joke about it and then go, let's not joke about it. That doesn't work, does it? I'm just going to do some racist jokes. Let's not joke about race, racism, no. Because you just genuinely for a moment went, oh, fuck, it's genuinely for Oh, really? Uh, So, yes, I got in the the ambulance turned up and uh, I got in the back of the ambulance and I, uh, I sat down and there was two fellas in there, an older fella, and then a young lad. And the young lad <laughs> saw me get into the ambulance, and he went, <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. That's what he said. And the older fella, who had not a clue who I was, which made it even funnier to me, he's going, why did you say brilliant? This bloke in the thing. And he just went, that's him, innit? And he's going, no. He's going, look, it's, oh, fucking hell. He's, and, he's, and I'm there, and my wrist is, like, hanging off, and like, bone sticking out. And he's just like, he's going, oh, God, this has made my day. This has made my day. And, and I went, really? And he, and he actually went, he went, oh, 
brilliant. And, and the old bloke's going, what is going on? And he went, he's like my favourite comic. And he goes, all right. And, and the kid actually, and I was, I was in a bit of a weird, pain, wobbly thing. And he went, go on, do your Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so desperate for morphine that I was there going, He's going to have some morphine. And it, yeah. <laughs> That's how the NHS is going to be funded from now on. That's going to. The best one was I, um, I broke my. Uh, I, I break things a lot. I broke that bone there. Right. And I, I smashed it off a tree. It was dirt bike riding. I smashed it off a tree. And I thought it was just. Um, I just thought it was a bit. Uh, Swollen, you know, I thought I just sprained or something. And uh, so I took a photo of it and I thought, I won't go to the hospital. So I just tweeted a picture of it. <laughs> I realised now, and I said, do you reckon that's broken? And every single person, well, I had about a thousand tweets saying, man up. And then every <laughs> single person said, if you can move your fingers, it's probably not broken. Which is wrong. <laughs> it just means if you can move them like that, it's if that way. And um, yeah, so it turns out it was broken. And so I continued about my business for two weeks. Going, well, that really is quite sore. Went out motorbike riding again. <laughs> and this time I was, uh, I was, was going up some rocks and it went, like that, and it and it properly snapped. And I, it, oh, yes. <laughs> and you, you, you broken bones? No, I have cracked a rib. It's this weird thing where when you break a bone, when I break a bone, I just have this weird sort of like go a bit uh, pale and just really feel like doing a shit. Right? <laughs> it's weird. Although, which is odd because a friend of mine broke his coccyx. Right. He broke his coccyx bone, and, and apparently, when you break your coccyx, it's not you don't just feel like you do a shit, you lose the and you shit yourself. So he was on a racetrack and he came off and he landed and the bike spun off and flew that way and he was sliding along the ground and he went bang. And he stopped and he went, oh God, I've brought, oh. And then, here we are. <laughs> and he was lying there going, I've broken my coccyx and I've shit myself. <laughs> the thing is, those leather's quite tight. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, so I went to the, uh, yeah, you'll be That should have been my excuse yeah. back at school. I've broken my coccyx. <laughs> and, then, and then I went to the doctor uh, I drove one-handed to the uh, to the hospital. Uh, Australia, I was in Australia at the time, and I went in there. And uh, Australian hospitals, insane. It, they work and they're, they're funded, and they're, you know, and the staff get you know properly paid and all the rest of it. And and I walked and I literally the place was deserted. And I walked in, and I said to the guy, I went, I you know went to the triage nurse. Now, I think I've broken my hand. Uh, I feel like I want to shake myself, so probably, right? <laughs> she went, yeah, you can see the doctor, and literally, like, opened the door, like, I didn't even stop, and I went straight through to the doctor, and he went, uh, he said, oh, give us a look at it, and, um, and he x-rayed it, and he came back with the x-ray, and he said, um, why didn't you come in sooner? He said, you've broken this twice, right? And I went, oh, I tweeted a picture of <laughs> This is a doctor, right? This is a qualified medical profession. And this is what I love about the Australians. He went, Mike, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Can I have a second opinion? Yep, yeah, you're still a fucking idiot, Mike. You're a fucking idiot. That's what the NHS needs. Oh my God! Oh, we can't go on for much longer. Oh, we no, are, let's, let's 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 push through. Let's push through. <laughs>
amazing. Well, I kind of want to ask you about. It's just like. You know, I often think, if I ever get Alzheimer's, right, how's anyone going to know it, right? But, like, this is the future. We will be in an old folks' home, and this is what will be happening. Yeah. And we will think that there are... Oh, is this happening now? Are we in an old folks' home? I worry about that all the time. I worry, you know, because when you're old, in an old folks' home, you're remembering and you're, you're yeah. living in the past. What yeah. if that is just what is happening now? That's what that is. At some point, that terrifies my, my children will be sitting by my bed and because of tonight, <laughs> I will literally go, BATCH OF MUSLIMS! <laughs> I kind of want to ask you about the fire, but it seems like, it seems like so inappropriate in the, the stupid things we're talking about. But kind of, you, you, you lost everything in, uh, in the, the fire. It was a massive bushfire. It, yeah. it, it destroyed my home and all my things and everything and my lifestyle. And yeah, I mean, and everything it destroyed the lot. Yeah, and that's comedy. <laughs> right but it's there. sort of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, there's lots of terrible things about it, and obviously for you, I don't care. Uh, but uh, yeah, lots what, of terrible what's things. it like? Stuff, but like to lose. In a way, there's a part of me that thinks like to lose everything, all you're your wrong. possessions. You're absolutely wrong. That's what people think because yeah. they've got some bullshit Buddhist yeah, thing yeah. that oh, having no stuff would be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, try peeling a potato without a potato peel. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, the Dalai Lama is talking out of his ass. He's a fucking idiot, that bloke. Ooh, get rid of all your material possessions. Well, all right, but decide to get rid of your material possessions. Don't just come home one day and find a big fucking ashtray on the floor and just... Because it's everything. That's the thing people think, oh, it'd be brilliant to lose all of your th stuff. Like, just not have... But you don't... It's not like a selective thing where you go... Oh, I'll like you've got the clothes you stand up in. Literally, that you've got the clothes you stand up in, and and I was quite lucky because I had a bag with with uh, you know like a pair of shorts and, uh, and a hat, right? And that was you know my wife had a nappy and a purse. That was it, right? She had the child with her as well. <laughs> yeah, she brought a coccyx the week before, and uh, and you've got. You've got not like literally nothing. Like and you go and people will just go, oh, that'd be really liberating. Yeah. And you sort of go, oh fuck, I need a pen. Right. <laughs> I'll go and buy a pen. So you go out and you buy a pen and you come back and you go, right, um, I'll uh, make a sandwich. Oh right, I need uh, a knife. I'll go and buy a knife. And it's literally like everything <laughs> is everything's got. And yeah. you and people go, oh that must be. Oh, it must be amazing to not be shocked. Fuck that. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's... But I, I, I know what you mean. There's a romantic idea. No, but not, I can't... It's of just... Not having, of just being freed from the yeah. stuff. What it did... But really, did it make you realise that... Because, obviously, like, you all survived. Your family all survived. And it was... A lot of people didn't survive. Yeah. So, but in a way, does it make realising... No, because no. I, before no. that... No. <laughs> what about no, my stuff? Fucking <laughs> I need a potato peeler. I'm going to peel a potato. No, because I never... Like, I'm a very... Oh, this has got... Oh, it's yeah, probably... I'm good. Hasn't it? I'm it, good. It, it, I just lure you in oh, with the badger that, stuff. There's that here. <laughs> it's taken that long. Fuck. <laughs> could you imagine if Parkinson had to do that? <laughs> Laurie Holloway is a, a skeleton. Like that. Finally, we've got round to the serious thing. You know, in, in, in all seriousness, the, the uh, well, 
I never take anything for granted, right? I'm the luckiest human being on the planet, right? Not because I didn't die and all that, but because I just am, right? I've got an amazing life. I've got everything I could ever possibly want. I'm spoiled beyond, you know, it's a, I'm the most blessed human being. I know it's all a bit symbols and that, but tambourines. But I, and before that happened, I felt that way anyway. I wake up every morning and just go, I'm the luckiest person on the planet, right? So something like that happens. And I know some people just go, oh, my life's a bit shit. And, and then something massive happens to them and they go, oh, actually, you know what? And it makes them view the world in there. Well, I lived like that before that. So where do you go from there? I just went, where's my fucking potato peeler? <laughs> it made me realise that there's, you know, all these... Uh, you know, there is no plan. It's this kind of like one... In fact, it's very much like the movie Sliding Doors. <laughs> um, it um, teaches us a lot, that movie, because uh, it's... Be because it's sort of, because that's what the, you know. And I'm not. I won't go into the sort of the the the, the story of why it's a long story. But basically, a decision that you make, right? You know, like just tiny little things, little, just inconsequential, just tiny little, stupid little decisions to do a thing. It means that you end up not dying. And that, that, and that sort of, when you look at it like that, some people went, oh, it must make you feel like, it must make you realise that there's a plan and you weren't meant to, no, fuck that. It literally, like, that, that thing happened and that thing happened and those things happened and my family didn't die. And then there's, you know, other people who made a different decision and it all went horribly wrong. And, and, but what it did make me realise, because I was a big collector, right, of, of shit. I mean, I properly, I mean, <laughs> didn't you buy a tank? Yes, now, now I have two really big things, the rhino and the tank. But I was a real, I used to collect, uh, I, I had a, a wine cellar, right? I hate wine, don't drink. And, and I converted the wine cellar into a, a, a dungeon, an archive of just comedy, uh, you know, old comedies, Albums of, of you know, rest. I, I had these massive collections of DVDs and, and, and old. Get out, go on. Go on. <laughs> He's just gone, oh, it's gone all serious now. <laughs> I liked it when he talked about badges and all that. <laughs> what was that? I just touched his back. <laughs> yeah, just admit you've shit yourself. <laughs> um, but what it made me realise was is that with possessions, there's two things, right? This is all you can write, this is all possessions, right? It's not about having the thing, right? It's not about owning the, you know, the actual having the object isn't the, that's not what it's about. Every single object you own is basically like, it's, it's a souvenir. You don't realise that things are souvenirs from your life. And the way those things sort of interact, you put two things together and that triggers another memory there. So they're sort of like, they're just triggers for the brain, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's, so the idea of, uh, so the idea of getting rid of all those things is, um, you know, if you can, if you can just have those thoughts and you can remember them all, but they, you know, um, uh, I've completely forgotten what I said. <laughs> and also, yeah, and basically, everything you own, basically, most things. What it made me realise was. I was the curator of a collection that nobody gave a fuck about. <laughs> and that is ultimately, you know, when somebody dies, yeah. 
the stuff that means stuff, you know, the stuff that matters, it just goes down the charity shop or it, you know, goes on a pile of burning badges and that's it, you know, it's like, and, and ultimately, I think once you realise that, that you're basically, you know, anything you, you, any possessions that you have, it's not about the value of them, it's not even about their sentimental value, ultimately, you're just, you're just curating a, a, a collection that nobody gives a fuck about. And if you can realise that, then everything just becomes... I have no... Uh, now, more so, I have no... If somebody turned around tomorrow and went, oh, your tank's about, I don't give a fuck. It's, it's the thing, you know? So, yeah. This is just how the Dalai Lama talks. Well, uh, yeah. I'll give you a copy of... Uh, to just get your comedy collection going again, a copy of my... Uh, DVD In fact, 10. you know what? Ironically, you I, ironically <laughs> I had the Fist of Fun um, uh, VHS. Yeah. yeah, but that was just the best of. Wasn't if you, it? you know, the, there was only the live show, which is on. You can buy oh, that right, okay. uh, on uh, yeah. Series One of Fist of Fun. Yeah, <laughs> the possessions aren't important, but that's no reason why you shouldn't buy some more of them. Yeah. you can have those. Uh, that's that's worth fifty quid. So, you know. You're not getting paid now. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'll give you five. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. This is good because uh, this, <laughs> this is this is now turned into cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that one with uh, with Dickinson's real deal? Oh yeah. Right. Okay. So what he's got there? Fist of fun. It cost him fifty grand. Do you want to gamble? I think you'll get more than five. Let's see what happens later on. I'll take the five. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's, here's a question for yeah. you. Who is more of a character, Tim Wanacott or Dickinson? I really hate Tim Wanacott. I absolutely hate I really hate him because I think he's just trying too hard. I think David Dickinson didn't realise he was a character and therefore is a character, then he did realise and right. hammed it all up a bit. The worst thing about Tim Wanacott is he's decided that, yes, yes! is a catchphrase. <laughs> See okay. you next time on Bargain Hunt? Yes! Yes! That's not is, a catchphrase! It, it, I hate him. Has? I hate him more than I hate sliding doors. Has he? Has he fucked you? <laughs> because now I've got an image of you being roughly taken by Tim Wanicott as he goes, Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> no! Yes! Sort of, no! You're, you're saying yes, Herring! Yes! And then no! Dickinson... Di no, no, you're there going, yes! Yeah. And Dickinson's at the side going, now that's lovely what you're doing there, but I think if you put a bit more into it, you might get more out. You know? And weirdly, in this, I'm seeing this as a... Uh, I'm seeing it as a sort of eyes wide shut style sex party. I'm seeing... Dickinson observing, but in a mask. Just, well, no, in fact, no, everyone's wearing masks except Dickinson, who's got his just halfway off his nose, like his glasses. He's got, he's got his mask, and there's a sort of a lanyard situation yeah. going to either side. Wanacott's there, shagging you. Yes! Yes! Well, two of the characters of, with the masks on, one of them lifts it up like that, and it's the fella from Holmes Under the Hammer. Just... who isn't concentrating on the sex party, he's making puns 
about what's happening. Because you know how, you know how like he makes, every day it's like he's talking about a bakery and it'll be like, this old bakery here, let's hope they rise to the challenge and find the dough to, to you know, and I've just got him, him and Lucy, right? You're, you and Wanacott humping away, right? There, Dickinson, with his lanyard half-mask on, yeah. right? Tom Cruise is there, obviously. Yeah. We, want the, we want the full eyes wide shut situation, yeah. right? Which I never got. You know in that film where he goes to the... He goes to the fancy dress shop, and it's late, and the guy's closing, and he goes, I need a costume for the party, and the guy just goes, there's the outfit, and it's the same costume as all the people at the sex party. Yeah. It'd be so much funnier if you opened the door, he's dressed as a chicken. <laughs> Sorry, lads. That's all I could get. Um, so, he's there. The, the Holmes under the hammer fella making puns about Wanacott shagging you. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's got the herring like a fisherman. Like a, you know. Yeah. It could go, they're having sex but they won't Wanacott because there are no children will be born. Nice. They could do that. Yeah, because he's spotted. Yeah. Is he spotted? Yeah, but Wanakot's got a mask on. He oh, doesn't that's know true, he, yeah. doesn't know he's there, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's <laughs> the way I'm saying it. You know? Sorry, I had it all wrong in my head. Yeah. I, I'm kind of thinking um, that you will never actually stop. No. <laughs> no, but what? No, no, but here's the thing, right? What, what's, what's amazing, right? Yeah. And I think this is a lesson. I think this is a real, this is a real lesson yeah. in audience dynamics. I think yeah. what happened, right, is I'm not going to lie. I think everyone's. It's late in the evening, right? Yeah. It's really hot. Wondering what clothes to wear, <laughs> right? Uh, it's very hot. Yeah. You know, everyone's had enough entertainment. <laughs> I think we sensed that some time ago, right? <laughs> I think you went, oh fuck, I haven't hit them with anything serious. You went there with a the fire thing and yeah. I got a bit too serious. No, and then good. it got funny again with the whole sex party thing. Yeah. And I think everyone sort of sensed that it was you went, oh, that's a good place to end. And you started to go for it. And then did you notice everyone's energy sort of came up again? It was like, there, listen to that laugh. That's a good, hefty laugh. Yeah. They're back in the room, right? Because they think a, it's going to finish. They think it's going to finish. It's not. Even bigger, that laugh there was the laugh of people going, no, that's a good one to finish on, right? It's almost like when you go and say, it's like you've watched. We're, we're at the Yakutomi Plaza, right? <laughs> we're outside the Yakutomi Plaza. Um, Bruce Willis, right? He's already gone. He's, uh, Alan Rickman's gone. He's off the building. He's come out, he's hugged his wife. That's where everyone's brains are now. They're outside the Yakutomi Plaza. It's the, they're thinking, oh, well, that's it. He's got to hug his wife, play the credits, and the energy is... And then I've realised that and gone, ooh. And then people have sensed, oh, no. This is gonna go on. Feel how it's gone. <laughs> it's sort of like everyone went, oh fuck no, let's let's back off, let's yeah. not commit as much. And then the energy's just gone down again. I think that and now, now you're I, going, oh I can't finish now. If I could just sort of guide you through the curtains, we could carry on talking. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what you know what we could do? We yeah. could genuinely uh, here's an idea, right? Let's just let, let's see. Chris Evans has what? to go back to Wales. I'm just why don't gonna we? Miss yeah. Why don't we keep talking, <laughs> yeah. but behind the curtains, and then actually see whether they believe we've finished? No, let's do that. We'll let's go back second. here. Like, we'll stay. keep the we'll keep the thing going. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So, right? 
So, they think so it's finished. They do. They actually yeah. think it's finished. Yeah. And that's... Because that, that applause there yeah. that they did, that, that was quite a good, like, yeah, they've definitely finished. Yeah. And they think that was a joke. But yeah. because I've kept talking, they're it's, now... It's awkward for they, them now. They yeah. don't know if they can go... They don't know if they should go, yeah. but we're still going. Yeah. Now, we don't know. One or two of them might have gone, no, actually, they have finished. <laughs> and we should. This is the... Like, when you see a film, you know, and you've heard there's something at the end of the credits, <laughs> they, they, they don't know... They now don't know whether we're just going to stop behind here or whether we are genuinely going <laughs> to... They've turned the mics off! <laughs> no! No! Let's get a rest Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you very much, Tony. Thanks. Go on, help the kids. Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Ross Nodal. The music was by Pest, thanks to Orange Mark at the British Comedy Guide, and all the staff at the Leicester Square Theatre, and Chris Evans, not that one, or the one from the Avengers. It was produced by Dave Cribb and Ben Walker. It's a fuzz, go faster, stripe, and sky potato production. Hooray! If you've enjoyed today's show, then please feel free to reward me financially. There's lots of ways you can do that. You can come and see my tour, We're All Going to Die. Go to richardherring.com slash W-A-G-T-D for all details of whether it's coming near to you. It will be at Cheltenham on the 15th of November, for example, but there's loads more in the new year. You can buy T-shirts at richardherring.cottoncart.com. You can buy other DVDs and such like at gofasterstripe.com as well and I'm doing a new show called Meaning of Life which we'll be recording at the Leicester Square Theatre it's an internet only filmed sketch it's an internet only filmed stand up show all about the meaning of life the first one's about creation it will be filmed at the Leicester Square Theatre on the 17th of November you can buy tickets they only cost £10 to come and see that live so I'd love to see you there thanks for listening do tell your friends bye